It's time for business with Giles Beckford. Kia ora, Giles, and the Stock Exchange has a new listing. Kiritu Mani, yes, just like public transport. Uh, no buses for ages, and then all of a sudden a couple come along at once. In this case, the NZX set to get another entrant next week when the shell company Goodwood Capital, previously known as Snack Media in a former life, is used as a backdoor reverse listing for South Island Waste Management Company. Goodwood will become Waste Co. on Tuesday, assuming shareholders give final approval on Monday. Wasteco provides waste, rubbish and industrial services in Christchurch, Ashburton, Timaru, Oamaru, Dunedin and Balclutha. Its financial performance supports the view that where there's muck, there's brass. Last year it had revenues of more than $19 million and operating earnings of $4 million. In the first half of this year, it's close to matching those numbers. The business has a value of around $31 million. Goodwood, Goodwood Capital's chair Sean Joyce says the future is bright. I think particularly in this economic climate where there's a lot of, you know, financial and economic pressures on business, you know, waste, uh, refuse, industrial services is a very robust sector to be involved in. You know, it's quite almost, I say, dare I say it, it's almost, almost recession-proof. You know, it, the nature of the clientele that, that uh, Waste operates with is a lot of local government, you know, corporate, commercial clients. Um, you know, the, 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 the need for their services... Um, is perpetual, and I think it's a, it's a very strong hedge against you know the the headwinds that we're facing economically you know in the next year or so. And Sean Goodwood of Goodwood Capital, Goodwood Capital, and the company's just raised four million dollars through a private placement as part of the overall funding of the listing. And the other company that's listing this afternoon, the technology acquisition company Black Pearl Group, should be on the boards later in the day. The hotel industry is still building for anticipated growth uh, despite the pandemic. More than a dozen new facilities are under development and construction or due to open next year. Hotel operator Acor, which manages a large number of hotels in the Pacific region, expects to open five new ones in New Zealand over the coming year. In addition to ongoing domestic and growing international demand, Acor Pacific Chief Executive Sarah Derry says business travel is also picking up. As a corporate, um, ultimately to get a deal done, you need to be in front of people and face-to-face. And I also think the events and the opportunities to come together in those large meetings, certainly with the convention centre in Christchurch, that's been a real draw card and a real boost for the city. So we are seeing corporates return. I think in 2023 they'll return stronger um, and the city's still looking for some growth there with corporates. That's Acor Pacific Chief Executive Sarah Daring. And staying with the travel theme... People are happy to pay more for their accommodation, but they're also demanding more flexibility. That's uh, from one of the world's major hotel chains. It comes as airlines and hotels face growing demand as global travel revives as pandemic restrictions ease. Chief Executive of the Radisson Hotel Group, Federico Gonzalez, says consumers want hotels to cater for their last-minute needs and are also demanding higher quality. He says that's a challenge for operators. In 2019, you would have a Congress, you would get a reservation six months in advance, you would know how many would come, what would be the food, and when they would start and then when they finish. Today, you get that booking six months in advance, but they tell you, we are maybe going to come between 800 and 1500, we don't know, we may know the last month. Federico Gonzalez says it means the hotel industry needs to completely change its mindset about bookings.
Well, former head of the collapsed cryptocurrency exchange FTX is denying he committed fraud. He's just had his first appearance in public since the company fell apart. FTX, once worth 32 billion US dollars, filed for bankruptcy last month with many investors unable to withdraw their funds. U.S. authorities are investigating the collapse, looking at whether FTX misappropriated customers' funds when it made loans to former chief executive Sam Bankman-Fried's hedge fund Alameda Research. Speaking to the New York Times, Bankman-Fried says he didn't knowingly mix up the funds. Look, I screwed up. Like, I was CEO. I, I was the CEO of FTX. And, I mean, I'd say this again and again that that means I had a responsibility. That means that I was responsible, ultimately. He says that he was uh, perhaps slightly cocky in the circumstances. Well, one U.S. securities lawyer, James Murphy, says authorities don't have to prove Bankman-Fried committed securities fraud in order to go after him. They can go with mail-in wire fraud. And if the money of customers was misappropriated and given to this affiliated company, Alameda, that is a fraud. James Murphy, a U.S. securities lawyer. Let's have a look at how financial markets are facing the end of the week. I'm joined by James Hunter of Jardin Securities. Kira to you, James. Uh, Kira, Charles. We've had uh, three solid days of uh, rises for the local market, but I see we're just going backwards a wee bit, giving up some of those gains. Uh, yes, we have, obviously, um, on the back of US stocks fluctuating a little bit overnight. Uh, the NZX, after those three strong sessions, is reasonably flat, but obviously down 64 points to um, 11590. Uh, a couple of stocks that are booking the trend today, we've got Sanford up 1.3% to $4.46. We've got a beta group up 1.63% to $1.25. And schedule sort of 1.12% to $0.45 cents today. Uh, if you're in the red, we've got Auckland Airport down 1.1, uh, sorry, 1.66% to $8 flat. Precinct property down 1.57% to $1.25. We've got Fish and Pipeline Healthcare down 1.48% to $23.96. How's it looking in Australia? Um, obviously, uh, there's been a few announcements. Obviously, the uh, Australian Financial Review today talked about um, the government considering new regulations targeting profits for domestic gas and coal sales essentially capping prices on a, under a mechanism that takes into account the cost of production rates of return. Um, the ASX itself is down just 25 today to 7.329. Top three stocks in the Aussie market at the moment. PSL at one point uh, 7 to $300.34. Mineral resources up uh, $1.65 to $90.85. We've got block up $0.82 cents to $100.74. Um, ones in the red in the Australian market today. We've got the CBA group down $1.08 to $107.29. But Rio Tinto down $1 flat to um, $112.12. We've also got Macquarie group down $1 to $181.12. Let's have a quick look at the currency. How's Kiwi faring? Um, New Zealand dollars up against most of the major currencies except the pound today. So we're up uh, slightly against the US to 0.6368. Up slightly against the Aussie to 0.9347. Down, as I mentioned before, to the pound to uh, 0.52. Um, we're up slightly against the euro to 0.6050. And we're also up against the yen 
to 86.16, and the Chinese yuan were also up to 4.4846. Uh, that leaves us with interest rates, oil, and gold. So the uh, three-month bank bill rate is up currently to 4.44. The Brent spot rate is currently trading at $89.99 USD. And we've got gold down slightly to $1,803 US per ounce. Thank you very much. That's James Hunter from Jardin Securities. Uh, news and numbers updated for you around half past five in checkpoints. But for now, Marty, that's business. Kira.